Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness, I can still totally remember those days early on in my Etsy shop when I felt almost panicked because I had no idea how to get my listings actually seen by shoppers. (laughs) My views were so low. My sales were next to nothing. I remember exactly what that felt like. So if that's you right now, take heart. (laughs) It can all change. It has for me. And today I want to give you some pointers that will help you get your Etsy listings seen by more shoppers today. I'm going to talk to you about exactly what I did back then to get started and what I still do today when I need a boost. So back in 2015, when I first launched my shop, I had a few listings live, you know, took my photos, filled in all the listing details, decided on my pricing. I mean, I did everything I could think of or like so I thought, but it was just crickets. And I think the worst part was not knowing what on earth I could even do about it. I'm always stressing to clients or just any new entrepreneur I come in contact with, like it is so critical to have an attitude of resilience, you know? Like you just have to decide this may not happen quickly or easily and I may not have it right at this moment, but my goals and dreams for this business are important enough that I'm just gonna have to keep trying. I'll learn what I need to learn. I'll keep tweaking. I'll keep testing. I'll keep researching and studying until I figure it out. For me, like that's exactly what I did. And looking back now, gosh, I had not even though I thought I had, I had not done all the things to optimize my listings. Like I didn't understand how to find the right keywords to get my signs to show up in the search. I didn't know how to do the research to figure out what my products and listings needed to include to really entice a shopper to buy, right? There's like a trust building piece that's needed. My photos could have been so much better. I mean, there was a lot to learn and I'm still learning and optimizing and changing with the trends and demands. That in and of itself, that process of growing and evolving has continued to be a tool, a strategy that I use um, to, to keep relevant. So now is a great place to mention to you. If you find yourself in that really early stage of trying to figure out how to get your shop to that next level, I created a free resource for you. It's like a, a PDF download, totally free, called Four Strategies I Used to Grow My Etsy Shop from $25 to $6,000 plus per month. You can grab it over on my website, howtosellyourstuff.com, and it's linked below in the episode description, you know, over in the show notes for you to easily grab. Um, and that will give you some great pointers. I mean, I it's the stuff I still do today. It's like I'm not holding anything back. So, But back then when it came to getting my listings seen, 
I just thought I could plug and play with what I had. But what I didn't understand back then is that I would need to prime the pump to start getting some traction in my shop. Like There were some simple steps I could take to get my Etsy listing seen by more customers right away. And that is what we are going to dive into right now. So step number one, renew your listings. Um, this refreshes their expiration date. And in my experience, it gives them a bump in the feed. There are some people who will tell you that renewing your listings has a negative effect, but I have never seen that at all. In fact, I've actually tested it multiple times and you can try this too. You know, don't just take my word for it. You can try this exact thing on one of your listings. So I would personally, I would do a search that I knew my listing would show up in and I would count how many pages and rows into the search results it was. I go find it just where it was. I'd write down the number of how far, you know, how many pages and rows. Then I would renew that listing. I'd wait 10 to 15 minutes and I would do the exact same search and I would go back and find it. You know, okay, now after renewing it, how many pages and rows? Um, and every time it would be further up in the results, you know, like maybe not a ton, like it didn't necessarily go from page six to page one, but every time it did make a difference. So, th so this is something that's in your power to do. Um, now, today, when I'm working to generate more sales, I renew my bestsellers every single day. I mean, sometimes you just need to be patient. If I have a new product I'm launching or I'm just coming off vacation mode, I mean, it'll it'll take some time. In fact, even now, it could take a few weeks for me to get back into that algorithm. And you just set that expectation for yourself. I will say, though, if you if you don't have the right keywords on your listing that your perfect shopper would use to find your product, renewing isn't going to help. I mean, ads aren't going to help. Nothing is going to help until you basically hack into the mind of your perfect buyer and you use the exact words that they would to describe what you sell. I think I think your keywords and your pictures are the two most important pieces. If you don't have those right, it won't matter what else you do. So if you know you need help in those areas, I do have a course over on my site called Listings That Sell where I'm going to show you exactly how to strengthen your keyword game, the quality of your photos, and all of that. But we're going to keep going through more of this today. That's just over there at howtosellyourstuff.com if you know you need more help. You can also grab that free download to help you as well. Number two, strategy number two, create more listings. This worked really well for me. One of the ways that I got a lot of traction in my Etsy shop, you know, in those early days was to add more listings. There's two different ways you can do this, probably more, but we'll talk about two. First of all, you can create more products to sell. I went ahead and took the same dimension signs that I had to begin with, and I created new listings with a different phrase on the same kind of a piece. That was, you know, I just created additional products to sell. Number two, you can create more listings for the products you have. So for example, one strategy that I still use is you can create, so if you have a, a, um, a product you know will be one of your best sellers, like one that you're most proud of, create a second listing with the, for the exact same product and just change out that primary photo that would show up in the feed to draw the attention of potential buyers. Different people will prefer, you know, different shopper will prefer a different style or appearance from your initial listing. So go photograph it in a different space. Try something totally different for the exact same product. Slap that new primary photo on there and you can have, you know, two listings for the exact same product, especially if you have more than one. You know, you're you're juggling a little bit more work there if you if you know if you sell from one listing and you only have the run product, you'll have to go and deactivate the second one. But if you're going slow, then why not go for it? And then also you can create a duplicate listing of, of, a, of the same product. You can do the same thing, 
use the same picture, but just use a different title. So if you have lots of different keywords that you can use to describe your product and your title line can't fit them all, you can create a separate listing for the same product with just different keywords in there. And this is the, this is some ways that you can create more listings and get your products in front of more shoppers. This podcast is brought to you by PickMonkey.com. So PickMonkey is the tool that I've used since 2012, and I use it to create all of my social media graphics. I edit my Etsy product photos. I create my family Christmas cards. Anything to do with photo editing, this has been my go-to. I personally think they have such an easy and intuitive web-based platform, and it just has all the features that I've needed to create beautiful listing pictures, graphics, anything marketing. And then they also have an app. So I can take my work with me on the go when I'm sitting in the school pickup line or waiting for an appointment to start. I I would highly recommend PicMonkey to the Etsy seller who isn't necessarily a graphic design expert, you know, um, but you want your images to look their best. I think PicMonkey's tools will make your work just easier and faster. Um, so there are some basic elements you can use for free right there on the platform, or you could grab my pickmonkey.com discount link from the show notes below and you'll get a reduced rate membership. Yay. I personally have a pro plan. Um, it gets me all the access to the features I really love. There's extra fonts that are super beautiful. There are extra graphics you can add on um, to make your images even more beautiful. And then there's textures and things that I think the pro plan has the best value. So check it out. I think you'll love it as much as I do. Strategy number three, you can turn on or bump up Etsy ads. You can find the Etsy ads page by visiting your shop manager. So there's the dashboard. And if you click on the left side menu, look for marketing and you'll find Etsy ads there in the sub menu. If you're just getting started out with advertising, you want to start really slow and, and have a low and conservative daily budget. Etsy automatically puts in great safeguards there so you won't overspend and get way in over your head they'll kind of put a ceiling on how much you can spend to, to keep you. It's really helpful. And it's going to give you a, a lower maximum daily ad spend when you first start out. And that number will then increase. They'll give you more with time, more permission with time. They want to make sure, you know, you're not going to be wasting a bunch of money and you can actually pay for your, your ad bill. But I have found Etsy ads to be an extremely powerful tool. It's got to create at least 40% of my sales. And I use it to boost my visibility and my sales. And there's not like a hard and fast dollar rule since all shops, all products are different, different price points. But I would recommend keeping your ad spend like, you know, as Etsy gives you permission at around 20% or less of your gross revenue. What that means, gross revenue is the total amount of money you make before your expenses. Okay, so um, keep it conservative. And then the key to Etsy ads working for you is to have outstanding keywords and photos on your listing, um, both of those things will grab the, you know, the, the shopper's attention. I would say if your views or sales are a bit low, consider trying Etsy ads for the first time, you know, starting with just a few dollars a day, keep it simple, keep it low, or test out bumping up your ad budget a bit. See if that works for you. Again, you're really going to want to only do this if you're already getting some sales, you know that your keywords and photos are working because otherwise you need to focus there. But these, they were a game changer for me. It really um, made my sales go way up. Strategy number four, 
post your listings on social media if you haven't, you know, if you if you haven't already. If you want to get some additional off Etsy eyeballs on your listings, I would post a few to social media using your your individual Etsy listing link. You know, you can you can find a product link if you need one to your specific product, not just your shop. You can go to your shop manager dashboard, and when you look at your listings, you can click it on the left side menu, and all your listings will populate there on that main page. If you click the little gear icon at the bottom right corner of a listing, you'll be able to find a share. The, it'll you'll be able to a little sub menu will appear. You can click share on that menu, and a new box is going to pop up for you with social media links, and you can get a field where you can just copy the product link. I would suggest for me, Pinterest is exceptionally productive for circulating products to new and interested customers. Again, you got to have the right keywords there too, because Pinterest, like Etsy, is a search engine. But in my opinion, it takes the least amount of work. Um, but of course, there's always ways to get you know, creative on all the platforms. And hashtags just give you more reach than you'd have for just your own audience. But I would try Pinterest, Instagram. TikTok is a an amazing resource for sellers, especially if you have a really interesting product creation process. People love that behind the scenes stuff. And if you use the right hashtags and you make some interesting videos on TikTok, you can get your products out to a whole bunch of more people. You know, Facebook is still is still very legit, especially if you have a business page. You know, you can of course post them and share with your um, with your family and friends. But it's even better if you can get out get it out to some strangers. Twitter would work with some good keywords. And then even today, I would suggest LinkedIn, you know, in 2021, because LinkedIn is today what Facebook was 10 years ago, where you can get easy and free reach to people. Uh, I mean, now what you'd have to spend on an ad on Facebook, you can get for free on LinkedIn. You just want to make sure you position your your product post to someone in business mode. It would be a bit of a different tone than uh, you would with your friends and family on Facebook. So there you have it. If business is feeling slow or not enough people are seeing your product listings, you should give one or all of these suggestions a try. They have all worked for me. I still use them. I still tell my, my consulting customers and clients to do them. Your Etsy listings should start getting seen by more customers today. So you got this, friend. You got this. Good luck. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.